My name is Bob the Drag Queen. And I'm Money Exchange. And this is Sibling Rivalry. On this week's episode, Monet preaches to the children with train station ministries. We talk about art. And we find out what made Monet say this. I feel like I was transported back to like cave people time, but only like, like, like neo cave people. And we find out what made Bob the drag queen say this. I know you had your keys on you. No, you, your shit was jingling. You would like have them in your hand. Monet, macaroni, X cheese, Monet sex change, uh, what are all the names? Uh, all the other names we came up with for you? Monet gender affirming surgery. Monet gender affirming surgery. <laughs> what? That doesn't make sense. Monet sex change. Anyway. Uh, oh, God, I got it. How are um, you, Bob? I'm in a great mood. Welcome back. I Monet went to her her uh, her birthday her aforementioned birthday celebration. Oh um, and it sounded like you had a lot of fun. I had a great time. Who was <laughs> who was all there? Um, a couple friends. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I did invite you, and Andy came, but you, um, this. Well, I guess you you had stuff to do yesterday. Yeah, I was working. What I did also you do yesterday. Up, well, when I picked up a friend from the airport yesterday. Who? What friend? Do I know this friend? Basit. You know Basit. 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 Mm. They're um they're uh they're uh, really dark skinned non binary um Bussit singer. Queen? No, Basit, B-A-S-I-T. That's their name. That's their real name. <laughs> Basit. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, picked up Basit from the airport. We hung out for a little bit. Um, and then I... Oh, Jacob was <sighs> coming through with the pictures. I feel like I've seen Busted before, but I'm not, I'm not like, uh, I'm not like, I don't, we've never spoken. Or maybe we yeah, have. Yeah, I don't like, think you and Basit have any, um, any overlap. And then yeah. I did Sibling Watchery yesterday with uh, Dahlia Sin. And girl, we recorded the juiciest Patreon-exclusive content. It was... It was... Why? You know, we, had, we, had his, we, we got into that big fight that one time. You and Dahlia did? Me and Dahlia Sin got into a fight on Twitter one time because I made a joke about her that she didn't like. Oh, and about, then, her, about something, something about her going home. Yes. And yeah, then, I remember. And then, um, and then she exposed our tea... Oh, that you guys hooked up. Yeah, she exposed our tea on the internet. And well, then Bob, we just, you spoke about it before that. You talk about you. You talk I did about not. You and that is not true. Not, not with you, Monet. Yes, in person, oh. I talked about it with you, but I never talked about it on the internet or on the podcast or anything. She okay. spilled our tea, girl. Um, which which was probably. I mean, I'm not like ashamed or anything, but I was like, <laughs> oh, we're spilling our tea, honey. Yes, honey. Like, but did y'all talk- like go in d- d- detail about what you did? No, 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 not in detail. I mean, kind wow. of a little, a little bit. We, we, it was very fun. It was very juicy, very fun. Uh, she is I heard, a I real her ass is juicy. I mean, it is. I mean, you you've seen it. She posts it on the internet all the time. She she, uh, <laughs> she got that Denali Denali Fox ass. Um, actually, her ass is bigger. Her ass is bigger than Denali's. Um, oh yeah, she uh, she also got like lipo and she got a little a little, um, a little fat transfer. Like, like last uh, I don't think I thought she's got lipo. I don't. I can't remember. I know she did. She did document her um, experience with um, yeah. With uh, plastic surgery, with cosmetics yeah. procedures, plastic, uh, with uh, plastic tiara surgery. What did you call your bleaching? Your bleaching a, a, pros, a, a an aesthetic procedure. What did you? Aesthetic what did, what did you? and an aesthetic procedure. <laughs> Which, by the way, I want to I want to again say anal bleaching. Maybe because I'm black, bitch, it does not work. It just maybe, anal bleaching. Maybe is it's because bullshit. your hole is just so dirty. 
Ew. That is disgusting to say. I'm just kidding. Well, I think that I would say I think hyperpigmentation is obviously more of an issue for darker skinned people than it is for lighter skinned people. But it's not sure. even hyper. It's not hyperpigmented. I just wanted to. I don't know. It's it's it's, it's well, they, Post a picture of your anus on the Patreon, Patreon exclusive, and we'll all let you know. We'll, I'm sure there's a doctor in the Patreon who can tell us if your anus is hyperpigmented or if it's like. Just post a picture of your anus. You have one. I know you have a picture of your anus. It's supposed to be like to tighten and to like I don't know to rejuvenate your butt, not just like make it lighter. Did your butthole need to be tightened? I mean, I don't know. I don't think so. But I was like, hey, it's free. I'll do it. And I was like, girl, it looks, it feels, and looks the same, which is great, do, by the way. Do you? Oh, we're in a new room. We're, we're in the living room. Oh my god! Yeah. I just realized we're in the living room. Yeah. Um. We, as you know, my lovely little darling angel baby Patricia is staying here for a few. Oh. Days, a few weeks. That's right. Um, uh, but, yeah, but, but how, you had fun at your birthday celebration. Did you go to Mesopotamia again? I did, I did not go to Mesopotamia. I did at one point think that I was. I, I felt like I was transported back to like cave people time, but only like, but like like neo cave people. So like I was just like because everyone was huddled around this fire. This what fire is pit. a neo cave? I don't know what that. What does that mean? Like new cave person. Like if cave people were to like happen <laughs> now with technology. Why are you always going to places that that like like these weird places that don't like like Mesopotamia? What is a I don't know what Mesopotamia is. What does that even mean? Mesopotamia is like the ancient like like is it Greece. We, Mesopotamia is like kind of like where Macedonia is, like 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 Middle East somewhere. Let me Google. I, I have no clue. Where Wherever you go, it's always obscure. It's a place I can't be. We can't. <laughs> Fair you don't you, you don't remember learning about Mesopotamia in school? Wait, Jake, wait, Jacob's in the mic. What is it, Jacob? It's like Syria, that area. Oh, it's yeah. like Syria. I mean, I I've known the word Mesopotamia, but it's it. I, I will be honest, it is a little lost on me. I'm a little bit confused as to where, what, or when. Also, money, will you please, please, please get on the Discord? Well, I don't know. We set it up. Did 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 they set it up for us? It has been set up. It is honestly so fun. And I'm having a blast, and I want you to come to the Discord and, and join okay, us. Okay, I bitch, we 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 not we didn't we did not have a, like a meeting. No, I didn't even know it was it was a thing. No one told me. We told you we we're doing the Discord. Yeah, but we were supposed to. I mean, this is uh, backroom talk. We're supposed to have a whole meeting with Hewan about it. Oh well, maybe, maybe you were maybe you were in um, Neo the Neo Cave. <laughs> anyway, so as a Neo Cave person, like everyone was like sitting around the fire, and then um, and I felt like I was like their teachers. I was like, so I became this character. I was like, and I was like, that's very funny. And what and what were they what were they saying? <laughs> they were just learn. They were just staring at me. Everyone was like, and I was like, and what did you did, did you feel like you were communicating? No, I knew I wasn't saying real words. It was just, it was, oh. just, it was just, it was, you know, you know, one thing that you I and I will know. do, you and I will definitely commit to a bit. So it's a bit I started and I was like, I'm committed to this. And I did it about 20 times. Got it. But yeah. so it, it didn't feel on the same level as your Mesopotamia trip. No, no. Mesopotamia was on another level, bitch, bitch. I went to, I know you think I'm being like funny or whatever. I legitimately, I think my bot from like a, from like a previous life, I feel like I was like really brought back to Mesopotamia at that time. It was great. Wait, do you believe in previous lives? I do and I don't. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. Oh yeah, that's fair. How about astral projection? 
Oh my! I I mean I've never astral projected, so I so I can't say if it's real. You went to Mesopotamia. I'm, what did you go for real? You I think you did astral project. Is it astral? Is it astral? I guess you I, you do, but I feel like with astral projection, every time I've seen people talk about it or like they've done it, it's always been like. Like, yeah, I think you're right. It's like they're it's like they see their bodies there and they're walking yeah. around in in the real world, but they're not with their bodies. Is that what you're thinking? Right. Yeah, yeah. That and that's not what I was doing. In Mesopotamia, I just I was going back to like old memories of like when I used to live in Mesopotamia. You know what used to bother me as a child watching movies? What? How ghosts can walk through walls, but they never fall through floors. <laughs> that like, used to drive me crazy. Like ghost dad. Do you ever see Ghost Dad with um Bill Cosby? Oh. Redacted. <laughs> By the way, if if you have not watched me talk about Cosby, Kamal did such a good job with that. Kamal Bell is so smart, bitch. He's so great. He's so funny. He's I I I want to watch it. I don't have Showtime, so I need to like find a way to watch it. But Kamal Bell is so brilliant. I watched it on Amazon. I think it's on on Amazon. Amazon. But but there's there's a chance that I do have Showtime that my Amazon just automatically links it because I bought Showtime because I wanted to watch the Good Lord Bird on Showtime, which I didn't even finish because I just it was just too slow for me. But there's a chance that I there, I probably do have uh I probably do still have Showtime, but I watched it on Amazon, which was just oh my god, it was so good. A, f- a friend of mine in New York was saying that now that you know stuff is going pr- stuff is pretty much back to normal in New York, um the kids are starting Showtime Showtime on the train again. You know it's Showtime, but apparently they're just showtime. so rusty because they haven't done it in so long, bitch. They are falling and hitting people now more than ever. That is wild because bitches. If, if if you go to if you ever witness the Showtime on the train, it is flawless. These these so kids good. are like they're like they're they're better than Cirque du Soleil. They don't touch people. They don't it. it it can be packed and they will somehow seamlessly fly through mm-hmm. this train without touching mm-hmm. anyone. But I do love the notion. Also, bitch, I imagine all the niggas that were doing Showtime, they're fucking 50 now. <laughs> oh my like God. We've been, in, we've been in quarantine so long. All these Showtime niggas are, bitch, are my, my, my age. My friend said she was, she was on the A train and did a Showtime and they they literally, legitimately, she said they hit about five people. Like they like, they like hit one lady's purse on the floor. They kicked this one guy. I was like, oh my God. It's, it's no time is what it actually is. But <laughs> should, we start, question, should we start like a, sh- a Showtime tradition in, in, in L.A.? Do you think we, we can be the Showtimes of L.A.? I don't know that. I mean, you know, I have done train performances before and I've done. What'd you do? So, um, me and Frosty Flakes and Honey LeBronx used to get in drag and get on the trains. I only did it a few times, but Honey and Frosty did it a lot of times where they would get on the train. And they would just they would literally just sing. Um, uh, Proud Mary. They would just get on the train, sing Proud Mary, and people would just give them money. They would be in full drag. You're on the train, two drag queens get on the train singing Proud Mary, and then they go around and take money and they just get off the train. They used to make a lot of money doing that too. You know, my friends and I used to do that in high school. Um, we were, we called ourselves TSM, Train Station Ministries, and we used to go around. <laughs> We used to go right to Times Square, you know, the by the by the two entrance right there, like the big Times yeah. Square entrance. We would go in the thing and turn out. We'll, I have, video, I, I think there's a video on YouTube. We'll, we'll, we'll put in the video of me and we my friends. We might put in the video because y'all be y'all be dragging us when we don't actually get the videos and pictures. No, wait, let me let me double check really quick. But yeah, we used to and we used to make bank. It was five of us, and we would like sing like gospel songs and make like money, honey. Was it Train Station Ministries? TSM Train Station Ministries. <laughs> Did y'all preach too? No, we didn't preach. We just sang. And what what, what were some of the songs you were saying? Uh, one was this one that we learned at church called. Um, 
It was like stuff from our choir. You know, I was I was in that church choir, Songs of Solomon. It was songs from that. It was like uh, I don't know. Can, like, can you sing one for us, please? I'm trying to remember. Um, uh, 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 oh my God, what were we saying? There's a song, but that Amelia used to lead. I can't in remember. Church, what we used to sing a song that goes, "Jesus, He will fix it for you." Oh yes, He will. He knows just what to do. What to do whenever, whenever you call, call he'll help you get through. <laughs> and Jesus, he will fix it. But I'm, but I'm, but I'm after all. You know what's so charming about your singing is that you don't, you don't kind of do it. You go full throttle or nothing. <laughs> and I love that. It's very charming. That, that, that sounds like a reason. It's not a read. It's not a read. Well, you know, it's my commitment as a comedian. Um, I know that comedy really works best when you commit 100%. Commit and to the bit. I try to just take that into my musical prowess. <laughs> I'll say prowess. I'll say it. Prowess. Um, it, also, can I just say all of your music friends, they they remind me of music people. They remind me of the music department like at whom? my college. Arcia and Dewan and um and and the is the one the one that I met the first time who was like uh most just Arcia and Dewan. They just remind me of people from the music department at my school because I was a theater major, <laughs> and mm-hmm. the music majors it was just they were just different. It was like um I'm trying to explain it because they, musicians are know, just music better ma- than normal Music people. majors are the people who had cars before, like they were the first people in their high school with cars. There were this like it's like this like teenager who's like kind of an adult, but also not a teenager. They just seem to be kind of further in life when it comes to um, adulting than the rest of us. Whereas theater majors are like children, like even in college, we're like ninth graders. Whereas something about the music, they just seem, but but they still have artisticness to them. They they all seem like they like like they're already working in their field. They're all they're already um the, these. Theater majors, uh, music people are already like the choir director of a local church mm-hmm. or um, the kind of person who always has their car keys in their hand or wears it around their neck on a lanyard. <laughs> that's, who music, that's who music majors, that's who black music majors are. You but, know what, Bob, well, the kind of person I'm talking about is like, do you know, you know that video of Calesta Day? Calesta Day? Is that a, you, a singer? You you know this woman. I might be saying her oh, name wrong. Oh, the one that says she, she sings really high. And really low. Really and, love, she's, yeah. and she has a lanyard with keys on it. That's who a music major is. That, that is who a black music major In my mind, that's a black. I know you used to carry your keys everywhere in college. I know you had your keys on you. I mean, that's everyone. No, you your shit was jingling. You would like have them in your hand. Like, like I have everyone else them keys. Their, everyone else put them in their pockets, their purse. But something about music majors, they carry them like in their hands. They're always like leaving. <laughs> <laughs> You're so weird. What do you think about the, the oh, there are no theater majors at your college because it was, it was, everyone was a music major. No, they had theater majors. They were all, they were the, they were the only department on the other campus. What did you think about the theater majors? Um, theater majors, they were always honestly a lot of theater majors in my school just were pretty much the same person. Besides, like the one token black kid that was like the like like the singer that would like he would do all of all, all of like the big roles. Everyone mm-hmm. else was like a a a twinky white boy or like a really femme white girl. That's so interesting. I wish you could have got. Part of me wish that we knew each other in college. Obviously, we were not in college at the same time because we we're about five four years apart. But yeah, don't forget it. 
<laughs> God, you're a monster. But I still wish that we could have like interacted or had some sort of a I don't know. I just want to know if we would have been friends in college. I think I think I think we would have been friends. I think that I would have seen your extraness and how crazy you were and I and I, I would have liked it. I think that but I also but me from college I wouldn't have been accessible because of my drinking and my drug use and I I, I used to go to parties and stuff in college all the time. I wasn't fun when I I need to reiterate I was not fun. It it's, it's not like you and your friends drink. It's not like that. It, I was not I wasn't going to Mesopotamia. Okay. <laughs> you were you were, were you going to the, to the pits of hell? Yeah, basically. Work. Um, let's let's talk more about after this after the break. Apartments.com has helped millions of renters and could help you find your perfect place. Yep, I know perfect is a very tall order. I know, okay? But if you're looking for an apartment or a condo or a townhome or a townhouse even, Apartments.com has all the right tools to help you find it. Use filters and saved searches to narrow down rental listings and find exactly the place for you. You can even set up alerts to get notified as places become available. So, fashionistas, get your closet spaces ready, darling. Or an in-unit washer and dryer? My God. God, sun lovers, we can help you find as much natural light as your spirit and your little heart desires. If you're working from home, you can have an area for your home office, an extra bathroom, a balcony, central heating and air, or a dishwasher in the kit. Girl, whatever happens to be right for you, this is the place to find it. Apartments.com, the place to find a place. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Our next partner has truly made a positive impact on the most important person in my life. And no, I'm not talking about Jacob. I'm talking about my cat. My cat's old food used to stink, stank, stunk, y'all, okay? And I used to dread every time I had to feed Miss Colleen. That old cat food was warming. It was great. It was looking crazy. And I could see Colleen literally vomiting 
telepathically at the thought of having to eat it. And cat food has been the same forever, so it's time cat food took the move to the 21st century, and that's why I've been trying Smalls. Are you feeding your cat kibble? Now is the time to update your cat food with Smalls. Smalls cat food is protein-packed recipes made with preservative-free ingredients you'd find in your fridge, and it's delivered right to your door. Smalls was started now, back- I was watching my poor niece eat literal hard uh, kernels of dry cereal while Monet and Andy were ever eating gourmet food. And that's actually when I stepped in and I said, we need to make sure that she's eating as well as you two are, okay? Smalls has started back in 2017 by a couple of guys home cooking cat food in small batches for their friends. And a few short years later, they serve millions of meals to cats around the world, honey. And I feel better knowing that Colleen is eating well. And um, that she has an aunt like me who looks out for her to make sure she's not eating that old burnt up kibble. You can finally open up a packet of cat food and not get nauseated. You actually recognize the ingredients in the packet of Smalls Food. Now give your cat the gift of great cat food this holiday season. Head to smalls.com slash rivalry and use code rivalry to check out for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find. But... You have to use the code RIVALRY for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code RIVALRY for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. And we're black. And we're black. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I've said it before on the podcast. I would have loved to witness you a couple of times when you were drinking. I know you said you weren't fun. I just cannot. Bob, because you were already crazy. You don't drink. And you are already on another level. I can't imagine what drinking does to you. I don't drink. I don't think. But let me show you how I <laughs> fell in this sink. Um, <laughs> it, it just, it was just, it was just goofy. Maybe, maybe you know. Actually, I will one day um, get one of my old college friends, maybe Jaime, to come on the Patreon. I'm not saying when. Don't, don't like mark your calendars. But I will get Jaime or maybe Shane, my roommates from college to come on the podcast and talk about uh, what I was like when I was drinking. Can I, can I ask a favor? Yeah, what's up? Next year, since it's your 13th year of sobriety? Uh, uh, this, I, uh, June will be 14 years. 14 years. Um, so for my next birthday, do you want to just come and do, do just like a little mushrooms with me? Just, just, just mushrooms, not, not, not alcohol, just a little mushroom. You know, if I get to 20 years of sobriety, I will throw it all away for you. If I, if I make it. <laughs> if I make it. Um, so I'll, I'll see. What is that <laughs> So I'll see you in six years if I make but, it that far. But you know, sometimes people consider like doing drugs like art. Don't you think? I, <laughs> I knew you were gonna. <laughs> I don't know if I would consider doing drugs in art. I will say this: we talk to weed heads. Potheads or weed heads? You got me. I'm trying to use your language. Weed heads. Uh, no, no. You were saying how that, that was your normal inclination to say weed heads. You know it was. Don't you try to act like you're doing it, it for really me, bitch. It really was not. When you talk to potheads about their um, behavior um, or like when you walk in. And be, I saw a meme online that was like, you can literally walk into a cannabis shop and be like, I, I'm trying to fall asleep, but I don't want to be drowsy the next day and I still want to be alert. And they'll just look at you pensively for like <laughs> 10 seconds and then go, have you tried smoking skibbly doop pop pop? Or, or <laughs> like they really be serious about this fucking weed. They do, they do. Because I mean, also like back in the day, there just wasn't that much research, right? It's like, it's like you bought weed. You, you did not know if it was indica, if, if it was sativa, if it was purple haze, blue, bluegrass, whatever the fuck it is. Now there's like, there are so many different strains there's and they all grass. do different. I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying words. I don't know. Oh, so that's but, music. 
All I know is sativa indica. I don't know. I guess people get different ones for different flavors. They all taste pretty much the same to me. So kind of like alcohol. You 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 talk about tequila tastes different. Vodka, tequila and vodka taste the same to me. That I do not taste a difference. Categorically false, money. I can. It does not. That's me, bitch. It's just. I think that you're not allowing yourself a moment because I can literally smell the difference. If you put a booze in front of my nose, I can it, blindfolded. I would be like. That's vodka. That's tequila. Funny you say that That's because at because at the party I brought that vodka you gave me the um the cal 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 calpin vodka and it says vodka it's, it's called you can't be serious vodka and then everyone opened it and they were like this isn't vodka this is tequila and I was like mm. and everyone was like go, and they were passing it around and they were like girl that's tequila so but it what says Andy vodka say? the Andy chart Andy did not smell it oh. um. So everyone was like, "Girl, that's that's tequila, it's not vodka." And I'm like, "I de- I don't know. They all smell and taste the same to me. I don't well, I don't smell a difference." Well, y'all y'all were in y'all were in the cave. What? <laughs> y'all <laughs> niggas don't know. <laughs> y'all who the who the who the I felt like but, Jay and Silent Bob. Have you seen? Not Jay and Silent Bob. It was that cartoon that used to be on Nickelodeon, and he was like a a cave person with like a. It was like Prometheus and Bob. Maybe it was what it was called. You know, you don't oh, remember I, this? I I know the name, but I never saw it though. Okay, yeah. I think that if you let me sit down with you and t- okay, so th- the thing about tequila, first of all, tequila smells buttery. You say that I don't tequila. Sm- tequila I'm gonna hold on one second. I, I'm gonna pull some bottles out. Not me being a sommelier. <laughs> I have two bottles. I have Tito's and I have Casamigos tequila. I'm gonna okay. smell. So, so tequila smells buttery. But yeah, but you don't want to stick your. You don't want. It's not poppers. You don't want to get in there. Just kind of waft it to you, and it has like a buttery smell to it. Okay, let me smell and, the. And what, vodka, what does vodka smells like? Vodka smells closer to rubbing alcohol. Like vodka doesn't have a good smell. The smell of vodka, it, it is almost like rubbing alcohol. Whereas I feel like tequila smells like rubbing alcohol with butter in it. Girl, this shit smells the same. I'm not even doing a thing. And I taste do them. not. I, I, wish, I wish I could swap them around and, and have you close. Your, <laughs> I wish I could like do this in front of you. Just taste a little taste. Oh God, really? Okay. And now you cannot tell me that tastes like this tequila for Let's example see. if i if i made you a margarita with vodka you'd be like what is this maybe i'm just a dumb bitch girl maybe I your taste buds are damaged from all the all the uh spicy food you you've been eating since you <laughs> since childhood but i, if, mean, like, I, example, I love my food spicy day, one day I'll make you a Cosmo with tequila and you'll be like, this doesn't make sense. And then I'll make you a margarita with vodka and you'll be like, again, it doesn't make sense because it, it does taste significantly different. That's why margaritas have tequila and, and you know, Cosmos have vodka. But not um, but anyway, that's, that's just my background as a as a as a mixologist. <laughs> uh, but what's again, mixo- mixology is an art. I, I would say I was very good at it. I'm telling you right now, I can I've never made you a cocktail before, but I can make great cocktails. I'm really Patty makes great good. cocktails too, actually. The sober ones. We, we, listen, we yeah, know we know people because we we've drank all of it, so we know what's good <laughs> and what's not. Okay, we, and gin has this taste that's kind of like um metally. Gin is a little metallic in taste, huh? And whiskey is a little like burnt in taste. 
and rum is a little uh, fruity in taste. Rum's a little fruity. Gin's a little metallic. Tequila's a little buttery. What are you saying, Jacob? <laughs> what, what, what did we, Jacob say? Jacob said, let's move to the topic. We get off topic sometimes, Jacob. Anyway, um, <laughs> tell me about this, this art behind you. What's, is it, what's your favorite piece of art in your house? My favorite piece of art in my home is probably this one. This was, I, th- I think I've told a story before. I was, I was on Instagram and I, one of those random days when you, when you check your, like, your, your request folder and this guy sent me a message. He was at, of this picture and he's like, Hey, Monet, I, just, I, I painted, I painted this pic, this little picture of you. Um, he was like, I, w- I would love for you to see it. So I opened it. I was like, Oh my God, that's so cute. I was like, you know what? I'd like to buy it from you. And he's like, really? I was like, yeah, I'll buy it from you. And then I was like, um, you tell me how much and then I'll pay for shipping. Da, 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 da. And he told me that it was like 2000 euros. I was like 2000 euros. I was like, bitch, is you Banksy? Is you fucking Basquiat, bitch? I was like $2,000. Because in my mind, I thought it was, I, because the way he sent me the picture, I thought it was maybe this big. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, oh, it's like a little hand thing he did. And I was like, okay, I was like, I'm not trying to, de- I don't want to devalue your work. I don't, you know, I was, I, I was not expecting to spend 2,000 euros for this picture. And he was like, um, yeah, that's how much it costs. And I was like, okay, what, how much is the way? What are the dimensions? And he was like, when he, when he sent me the dimensions, I was like, oh, it's like six feet tall. I was like, this is crazy. So then um, I, so I ended up buying it from him. And it's, 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 it's one of my favorite pieces in my home. I know it's of me. It's a little vain, but I love this picture very much. It's fierce. And I, have, I, have a, I, also, I also love the, the ass one. The ass one is great. Oh, that ass. Yeah, the lady in the shower. Yeah, the lady in the shower is gorgeous. Um, and, we'll, and we'll post a picture. Monet will post a picture. Who, who did that? Now, talk about the one about how you got that one of the lady in the shower. Oh. Yeah, so I was walking through Soho in New York City, and then uh, I was going to the Birkenstock, sh- the Birkenstock shop, and then this guy, this this, you this African, I love Birkenstocks. You wear Birkenstocks uh, all the time, Roberta. No, you wear Toms all the time. No, that's Birkenstocks. You remember Toms? Used to wear used to wear. I used to wear Toms used all the time. Wear these, I, y'all, it would be. <laughs> If you know what Toms are, Toms are basically socks with a little bit of rubber on the bottom. <laughs> Monet would be in the snow. <laughs> Monet would be in the in the. It would be raining outside, and Monet would be wearing these Toms. It does not matter the weather. And the, when I said when I said these Toms were on their last leg, honey, they, well, they also, started out they, they started out as Thomases, and they became Toms. <laughs> time when they wore them down. Well, also my feet run hot. Like my feet run hot. So if, even if it would be like super cold outside, my feet would always be like great. I, my feet would not be cold. I have hot feet. Mm. Post the <laughs> so picture. I was walking in Soho, and this African man was on the corner, and he was selling paintings, and he had these little portraits, kind of like this last guy, little portraits. And I was like, oh my god, your artwork! And it's, it's all women with big butts. I have I have three of the small ones and the big one. And then um, I was like, you know what? I like to buy some of this. And he was like. Really? I was like, yeah, you're selling it. I want to buy yeah, some of it. Sell, ain't you selling on the street? You know, and then he goes on. He was like, you know, I haven't had business in so long. This is really great. I'll give you whatever deal you want. And I was like, no, I don't want a deal. I want to I want to buy this work from you. And then uh, so I bought the big one from him and, I, and he gave me the three small ones. I was like, well, I want to pay for the three small ones. He's like, no, please. And then um, so he just, yeah. And that, he, was, he was very sweet and it was great. How much did the picture cost? The picture was $500. Oh, that's a great deal, and it's pretty big. It's a great deal. It's it's a big picture. Yeah. Um. Uh, what, what's your favorite art? You have you have all those red stencil ones. 
Yeah, they're being framed right now. That's from an artist named Rom that Jacob went to uh, college with, who was actually mm. got named in the um, <clears throat> 30 Under 30 in Forbes, which is like <clears throat> a, a way to make an impact when you're under 30 years old. It's like young people in business. And he got named for that. And he's really, really talented. And we, we there are these uh, like sketches that he was doing. Not sketches. They're like, they're smaller little like doodles. Mm-hmm. Um because he does these like big, big canvas pieces, but they're like small and they're on paper. And then we we bought them all. It's like a collection of his artwork to put in this um, frame, which we're really excited about. We got them all framed. We, we don't have them back yet. Um, but can I show you? My, and I will show you pictures of those. I'm going to show you my favorite work of art in the house, though. I will be. Well, let me Jacob see. Is, Jacob is so over me right now. I'll be right back. So this actually was from a podcast sponsor. Uh, what's it called? Yeah, baby? and both of y'all, both of y'all cashed in on it, and I didn't get the sponsorship. Y'all, you and because you and Jacob both have one, and y'all both you use yours and mine. You can still get one. Okay, well then, then how about you? How about you run me my coupon? Money. No one's holding yours from me. You, you can still have one. You are still perfectly. Okay, we'll, what's we'll my get, coupon we'll, code, bitch? I don't know. We'll get it to you after the after the podcast. But there, you mm. still have one. Also, I want to remind you guys: people send us stuff in the podcast, and all, all of Monet's shit is at my house. I bring it to her house. She goes, "I don't, I don't want it. I have, I have STD kits in this house. I, I'm, I'm stacking up uh, lotion. I have the massive boxes of wine. I don't even drink. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just housing Monet. Monet lives in a massive home, bigger than mine. I'm just holding no, Monet shit over houses, here. Our houses are the same size. I just have two floors. You have, a, but you see this? Oh, okay, three um, floors. The gaslighting queen. Bob talk about this is oh my god, my home is not massive bigger than Bob's. Our houses are about the same size. Mine is just two levels. Bob, actually, live, yours is yours is bigger than mine. Yours I is two thousand square feet. Yours is two thousand square feet. Is it is it is it or is it not? It is not. My apartment is seventeen hundred square feet. A modest seventeen hundred square feet. Wow, must be nice. Big flex. <laughs> that's not that big one. That's that's a standard size home. I mean, I'm just saying. I was telling I drive oh. a Toyota. I live in an apartment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not living this. I'm not living this crazy life y'all think I'm living. I I, I, I drive a Toyota and I live in a three bedroom apartment. Bob got. Bob got. Bob got two homes. Bob got a car. Bob, no, you, no. But between you and your partners, you have two cars, two homes. I, I don't own you got, Ezra's car. You do Ezra's everything. Ezra's. You do. You do everything in couples. Two cars, two homes, two boyfriends. Well, bitch, you have a bus. <laughs> <laughs> and and y'all niggas own a cabin in the woods, don't you? <laughs> Since everything's in groups. Anyway, wait, what's the name of this um the painting thing, baby? Paint my life. So I have one in the other room. I'll show you a picture of that one too. But this picture, of Jacob. Jacob, would you want to join the podcast for one second and talk about your feelings on, on this? This it is so great. And by the way, everyone who sees the picture loves it. I want to say this. I see that you're decorating your home with lots of art and. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was not. I think you got that from somewhere. <laughs> from me, you're right. Well, hey, yeah, you created the idea of having art in your home. Okay, first of all, I've uh, since you met mm. me in New York City, I had two massive pictures on my wall. Two, Jackie. I didn't have that many, that much wall space. I had a picture of Jackie B, a picture of myself, and then I had my friends do paintings, which I um, which I've had. I also had this painting on my wall. I'm just saying, I you know, I have I've had b- very big pieces of art on my walls for a long time now, and you know, that's nice that you do as well. That massive Jackie B picture is not tiny, Monet. Mm. Anyways, um, 
And anyway, so yeah, so I really, honestly, I truly recommend you all get these paintings. They're, they're honestly, so what you do is you sit, and this is not, they've already paid it. This is not another payment they're giving us. They are, they paid us once and they, they haven't advertised with us since then. But what I will say is you send them a picture and then they just send you back an actual painting. They like hire, I do wish they let the artist sign the painting though. That's yeah, the only thing that I would wish. be nice. The artist doesn't yeah. sign it. But the artist, it does uh, come with like a note saying like, this was made by so-and-so, but it does not let the, they don't sign the, pa the painting, which I wish they would do. Um, when you when you lived in New York, did you go to a lot of the art museums in New York? I regretfully did not. I did not go to any museums in New York. Only the Museum of Natural History, and that was on like a, a high school field trip. I went to the Met for uh, uh, China through the Looking Glass. Oh, where? I I went to the MoMA on one of their free nights. They used to do free every Monday or every Wednesday or something. Mm. Um, I I went to PS One for a um for a ps1 uh, ps1 what is that where is that ps1 is like the moma's uh queens location okay it's like the moma in queens and i went there for a uh what do you call it performance art piece it was actually let me tell you about this it was really interesting actually so it was this piece where this i, I want to give a trigger warning for sexual misconduct and sexual assault this is your trigger warning i'm going to say it again this is your trigger warning for sexual misconduct and sexual assault so this guy advertised his um his show that he was gonna he was gonna rape someone at the show mm -hmm. he was like someone's gonna get raped at this show so everyone Wait, this is this is the artist who said this this is the artist yes part of his performance was that he was gonna rape someone like so really miss, this is what he said let me get through the story so me and miss cracker went together me and miss cracker took cracker took me this actually and he was just in like hopes, he was, in hopes of being raped well, let me get through this story. I'm so, gagged. So we, uh, he's like, he was like one of the biggest artists in performance art at the time. He was, he's like, he's one of the, what's that lady, Jacob, the big lady who did the, the gun feather trick? The gun feather? Marina Abramovich? Yeah, he's like the Marina Abramovich of, of now, basically. Mm. So there's like, there, so he, um, he was like, all right, so you go to the show and then he's just laying in the middle of the room. We all go into the room. He's just in the middle of the room, face down, completely nude. Face down, right? Mm -hmm. And then he's like, um, I need help moving my body. So he's like, I need a volunteer to like lift my right leg. And then they would like scrunch the leg. He'd be like, now pull up my shoulder and then people would like move him around he's completely nude he's like he's maybe like a maybe like a five nine black guy average bill mm. so, he, and the, so he's like he's like now put my hand on my head and and point my finger toward the sky but he's not moving his own body someone else has to move his body so this goes on for like 20 30 minutes and then he leaves the room and then he comes back dressed and he goes all right now's the moment that you all have been waiting for now i'm gonna i'm gonna rape someone Now's the moment where I rape someone. And then he goes, if you are okay with, this is where it gets weird. He's like, if you're okay with me raping you, then stay on this side of the room. If you don't want to get raped, move to that side. So a bunch of people, move, he, he's, he's, he was kind of like, it, it actually it started off, he was like, if you're okay with me pulling your hair, stay on the side of the room. That, it started with like that. Uh, that's not so quite it, what it was. So it, it, got, it, got, it, got, it, it graduated. Yeah. So a bunch of people move, and then some folks were comfortable. So he like kind of tugged their hair a little bit. He goes, "All right, if you're okay with me forcefully kissing you, 
or stay on this side. Then more people moved. And then he's like, all right, if you want to get raped, stay over here. And then everyone moved except this one lady. It was just this one white lady. Everyone's on this side, but this one white lady is like toe to toe with him. And he's like, you really want this? And she's like, yeah, do it. And he's like, wait, you you really, because I'm, I'm actually going to do it now. And she goes, yeah, do your best. Do what you got to do. And then oh right God. when he was like going to do that, this other lady walked into the room. And when she walked in, everyone started cheering. She was like the other Marina Abramovich of this time. She was like another massive person in the in the world of perf- uh, performance art. It was it, it'd be like if Beyonce was doing a concert and then like then like Lady Gaga showed up. Everyone was like, mm-hmm, "Oh my mm-hmm. God, what is she doing here?" And she was like, "Don't do this. You can't do this. This is not okay." And then he was like, "But she wants it. Look at her. She's standing here. She wants me to do it." And he was like. And she's like, but what does it mean? And then it was this whole thing. And then and then he didn't rape her. And then the performance was over. And that was the whole do thing. Do you think it was, do you think that was part of the performance? I don't know. It was real. It was so, un- okay. I think that her coming in was part of the performance. I don't know if the lady standing there was part of it because she was, it was like, she was like going through something herself. It was like, she was going to like, she was really challenging him. It was like, she was mad about what he was doing almost. She was like upset mm. or something. And she was just like giving him a really hard time. But she was also being like, if you're going to rape me, then rape me now. Do it. If you're going to do it, then do it. It was probably part of the whole the whole thing because I mean again that's what that's what probably made it so electrifying, right? That someone really was there trying to get raped and he was going to do it. And it was very I mean it was very uncomfortable because we started off kind of like giggling because we were so uncomfortable. And he mm-hmm. was like, I'll, I'll pull your hair. It was like, uh, I'll touch your body. I'll kiss you. And then uh, finally, the, the big deal. And we were all standing on one side, just watch, just looking, mm-hmm. like not knowing what to do, even though there were probably like 60 or 70 of us just in this big open room, this big empty white room, watching this mm-hmm. guy like aggress this woman. It was very strange. Yeah. I'm, I've never seen performance art. I would like to go see some good performance art, but I've never... I've never seen it. I mean, and I would, I would love to. Um, Patty is so stupid. Patty, we talk about the rape thing. Patty was like, "Are y'all talking about me?" Oh my god, Patty! <laughs> oh, Jesus <best>. right. <laughs> um, yeah, I've never been. I've never seen performance art, but performance art does. There's this episode of Sex in the City when when um, Carrie starts dating the Russian guy, and um, she, where she meets him at, she's at this. And I think it might be the Irana Brovovich lady you're talking about. And Marina, she, and she, do you know? Do you know Marina. I'll, tell, I'll tell you about her after. After Maria, I think her name is Maria. Maria Bramovich. Oh no, Marina Bramovich. Yeah, I'll tell you about her in a second. But go ahead. And it's a woman. She's in this big white room, and then she has like a ladder of knives, and then she's on the top of this thing, and then she doesn't like people. The, the exhibit is open twenty four hours, um, for like a couple, like a week or something like that, and people can go can just go watch her, and then she's not she's not eating, she's not doing anything for like a week. Sitting up there, and um, it was a really interesting art piece. But yeah, I've never seen performance art, but I would like to. I don't know. There have to be some good ones. I, I want to see some like some really crazy shit. So Marina Abramovic is is probably the most famous performance artist in the world. Um, she's probably the most famous performance artist alive right now, and she did this famous piece. And I'm gonna misquote it. I'm sure Jacob can help us out with this. She put like a gun, a bullet, a knife, a feather. Um, and like something else on this table and she mm-hmm. just sat down and she just let people come in and do anything they wanted to her. She would not stop them. She would just sit there 
and they can do whatever they want to her body. Some people, some people cut her with a knife. Some uh. people, some people tickled her with a feather. Uh, people really some, cut her with a knife. Yes, people actually cut her, like just like do like little cuts in her body the with a knife. And then apparently, at one point, this guy put the bullet in the gun, and then put the bullet put the gun to her head. Well, now what if you now what if you would have killed her ass and blew her brains out? Then what? Then maybe she would have. I mean, well, she already had the most iconic performance art piece of all time, but it would have been even what? crazier. Oh, this this, God, this piece. Definitely. What's the name of the piece, baby? Do you remember the name? Jacob's it's told me about gun, it before. It's, it's called Gun Feather Tickle. Wait. Marina and... This is not the lady from Sex and the City. This is not the lady that was in Sex and the City. Yeah, I don't think Marina Abramovic is uh, still... is. I don't think she does spots on Sex and the City. <laughs> but it could have been based It could have been based on her, though. Based on anyway, her, yeah. So it, it was... It's called Rhythm Zero. I, I, I recommend y'all look it up. It's called Rhythm Zero. But yeah, she she is. It's like a huge piece, and she would just let. And at some point, it escalated to a point where this guy had a gun to her head in this Whoa. room. I kind of want to get involved in performance art. I've, I've kind of always wanted. I, just, to, I was just about to ask you. I was like, would you do a, a, a crazy performance art piece? Well, I want to do it anonymously, though. Like, I, I want to like just put on a, just put on a, a fucking more suit. And it was Marina in Sex and the City. Oh, it was actually Marina. Oh, Marina actually did the Sex and the City spot. I was guess it? she was she was spoofing herself, or was it she, was she playing herself or playing playing? A- I mean, it's two different things. Um, one is a lot of the times, um, perform Marina will have other people do her performance art afterwards. Uh-huh. So Marina did recreate a piece she did for Sex and the City. Got it. Got it. Work. I'm, I don't remember if it was actually her, but. Um, it was a marina piece. A marina piece, but yeah, um, I I, I kind of want to. I've always wanted to have this anonymous second persona who can go and do these interesting art pieces, but I don't want anyone to know that it's me. I don't want. I don't want my my uh, my current like public status or my current public image to taint the piece or change people's perception of it. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I want to do like a crazy perform- performance arts piece where I just go and shit on top of as many p- cop cars as I can, and then see. Let's just do it like in like in the middle of the night, like very like Banksy. It just go to like an un- so like to a police car and just shit on top of it. And what's then, the name of it? What's the name of this piece? Shitty car. Shitty, shitty car. And do you think that is there? A, do you film it, or does or does the piece just exist in the world? You have to go see one of the cars. Yeah, you, you have to go see one of the cars. And I do it, and then I, then we photograph it, and then we put it on the internet. Kind of like you're like bank. Like how do people just find out about Banksy stuff? Like how, how so, do people but, know if, if something is is a real Banksy? Banksy authenticated his stuff with his Instagram. So the uh, way okay. that, the way that Banksy was working, and I and I saw a documentary. I think it was Exit Through the Gift Shop, maybe or maybe another one. I think there's maybe two or three Banksy documentaries. And Banks, so Banksy is, and again, y'all, I am not an art curator or scientist. We should probably, we honestly probably should have Miss Cracker here because Miss Cracker actually is like a, like a, she Cracker's was an arts curator. Informed. She was an yeah. arts curator for the African, for the African Arts Museum when I met her, actually. She's, the Schoenberg. Yeah, she was, was she a grant writer? She was either a grant writer or a curator. Right? No, for the arts, for the African Arts Museum. I think that's, it's a Schoenberg on, on 135th. Oh, I don't know. I thought it was called the African Arts Museum. I don't know. But anyway, I think it was called the African Art. That's not the point. So um, Banksy 
was this is this artist whose work is somewhere between visual art and performance art. He makes these like real yeah. these he makes sculptures, he makes stencils, he mm-hmm. uh he does uh immersive environments and then he posts them on his Instagram and everyone just kept running. He doesn't sell his art. He he yeah. only sold one piece ever. And the I believe and the piece that he sold was this um painting and because everyone That's wanted shredded. to buy a Banksy, and then once they bought it, it just it just shredded the whole painting. Like Bitch. the painting, the frame had a um, shredder device. had a shredder attached to it, but they couldn't see it. So this thing sold for like a lot of. Can you find out how much that sold for, baby? So this 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 painting sold for like a lot of money, and then the moment it was sold at auction, someone hit a button, and then it activated the picture, and then the picture. How much? Oh, just let me know when you ten, have it. Ten, t- I, I'm going to guess 10 million. What, what are you guessing? I'm going to say it sold for 2 million. 25, 25 million dollars. So this painting sold for 20. This Banksy sold for because Banksy had never he had never sold any art before. Right. So this yeah. Banksy sold for 25 million dollars. Once it sold, it shredded through the thing. But apparently, the shredder was supposed to shred it all the way, but it only shredded halfway. Like it, it, it just kind of like fucked up somehow. It did. It didn't fully work. So it actually probably is now worth even more because of the stuff. Oh yeah around it so now oh, it's just sure. a picture frame half of the art is in the picture half of the art is shredded at the bottom of the picture but that honestly that is a cunt stunt does anyone know who banksy looks like yeah banksy's been exposed at this point but it's still kind of it's kind of like sia i think banksy picture i want to i want to see what looks see what banksy looks like did you ever watch the documentary he has a documentary where yeah there's one called exit through the gift shop and it was i I think that's the one i saw and what what banksy does is he basically documents how he would um he would travel he would like post about this art and then everyone would like run and try to get it or run and try to get pictures of it but he would post them on like buildings so you can't you can't take the art because it's on Mm -hmm. a building yeah there actually was a banksy across the street from my old apartment in i do remember that if you if you want to, uh, I was I used to live at 106 in Amsterdam, and across the street there is a Banksy. It is behind, it is on the wall. It is behind plexiglass, and it's I think it's right above a fire escape. A, no, a fire hydrant. I think it's like someone's head on the fire. No, it, no, it's a little kid with a balloon. Yeah, it was a kid with a balloon, and you could. It was literally just. It was I mean literally. It was across the street from my home. If you go to, it's on the, it's 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 on Amsterdam between 106 and 107 on the west side. Somewhere on that wall, there is a, yeah, a bank seat. I remember that. And it's behind a piece of plexiglass. So they're, they're like preserving it so that no one else can like paint over it or, or, or fuck it up in, in some way. And that started happening all around New York City. People started trying to preserve their Banksy's. If your building got a Banksy, it was this whole thing. Then Banksy did like mobile art, but he has a lot of money. I don't know how he's doing it. Like one of his things, he, he made this like crazy like sculpture inside of a, in the back of a like truck. It was wild. I don't even know how he does this stuff. Well, I mean, if he stole one thing for 20, he probably has a normal job or like a good job, maybe he comes from money. But if he stole one thing for $25 million, girl, he probably, he's fine for a while. But I don't think that he, they, I don't think that he got the money for it. Like, I think, I think they, they did. Did he get the money? I mean, I don't even know. I'm, I'm literally just saying anything. I believe he has a gallery representative. Oh, he has like a gallery representative. I mean, maybe maybe Banksy was just doing this big thing where he act like he wouldn't sell any art for the first while, and then after everyone is dying for it, then he'll start selling. Maybe. I don't fucking know. 
honestly, I think that Banksy is 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 a really brilliant um, pop artist. I, would you consider that pop art, Jacob? Yeah, it's popular of the time. Oh, Jacob's making a face. Jacob's giving Jacob's the art art school kid said, I don't know. Um, I'm a, I'm an art school kid as well, and I studied fine art for a semester. We're talking about visual and art. Someone who has a degree in visual art. Okay, um, a, a paint that could, that's visual and fine, honey. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I, I would say Banksy is a pop artist. There are two different types. There, there's a pop art movement, uh-huh. which is uh, generally has a number of artists associated with it, and Banksy is definitely not part of that. But like on the whole, it's like pop art as a concept. I would yeah. Say on the whole, yes, talk about the whole. Banksy could be a, considered a pop artist. Do you so, did you did you like did you like taking art classes in school in like high school and middle school and shit? Yeah, I loved I loved uh, sculpture. I made this really Ooh. fierce flower when I was in seventh grade. Uh, it was so good, and then you glaze it, and then <laughs> oh my god, you, yes, yes. And if you and if your art was really good, what they would do is they would. Oh my god, I will never forget this. This was like I remember feeling like, bitch, I made it. I remember being like, I'm gonna be an. I remember thinking to myself, I think I'm gonna be a sculptor. I think I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be a sculptor. You um, you make this this sculpture, and if it's really good, they display it at the grocery store. So there's, there's the a grocery, grocery store, store. Called, called the Food Depot, but it was a really like down bad grocery store. Like they used to call it a Roach Depot. Like that's how crummy this store was. It is not. It was not a classy place. So we. But if you if you did a really good job, they would display your art at the, at the Roach Depot. And my art, I remember Work. taking my mom to look in the, and be like, "There it is. There's my sculpture." Work, not Bob being up, being up in the in, in not not the Roach Depot gallery, Gal- the Roach art. Gallery, right ne- right next to the right next to the fucking donuts, right next to the deli section. Yeah, where's your <laughs> where's your art, honey? I, I, I did not I did not have a mom that would like put my art like on the fridge. Did, did your mom do that when you like get artwork from school? Would she like put like when you did them, them little turkey things? When the art came put on the home, when the, when that art came home from the gallery and went directly to my closet, my mom was like, "We are not putting this." It was it, it was. It was she's like, "We're not putting this on." I'm gonna tell you where this is not going. <laughs> on the fridge. No, it was it was like a sculpture thing. And I, I, when I was young, I think my mom put maybe one or two of my things on the fridge, but it was not. Con- my mom used the fridge as, as a vision board, actually. A vision board. Yeah, the fridge was a vision board. We love that. That's smart. So you, I mean, you p- use your fridge every day. Um, yeah, I didn't do that much. I, I I liked I liked art classes in middle school, but I really loved an art class. We had a we had a we did um the thing when you. Is it sculptor? Sculpting when you put stuff in, you glaze it and put it in like the kiln and you burn it. Yeah, that, that's that's a sculpture. Yeah, pottery. Play, we did pottery. Pottery, pottery can be. Pottery. Oh, pottery can be sculptures too as well. Yeah. Yeah, and I remember doing that, and I made you like mean a, like you mean a like a, like like Unchained Melody from Ghosts. N- yes. Did your teacher, did your teacher come from behind you and? Uh... I mean, I wished. No, no, no. She was a bitch. She was a bitch in art school in, in high school. She was a bitchy lady. Can you sing? I think Unchained Melody is tied to pottery for the re- forever. What's Unchained? Oh, is that this one that plays while oh, Patrick Swayze? My oh, my love. There she goes. My darling, I hung What was that? What is that arpeggio? Touch. My darling. My darling, <laughs> I hunger for your touch. Do you know? Do you know Soulfish? Soulfish, nar. Uh huh. Yeah. D- 
You you probably do. Do you remember if I saw Latino? Oh yeah. You mean the scales? Yeah, oh, Sunfish. Got a little boogie. There boogie go. Wonderland. Um. Yeah. I. I yeah. Do, uh, do, do re mi fa sol la ti do. Okay. Okay. Do a deer, a female deer, Ray. A do do you say deer like that? A deer. Though that's how um that's how Dame Julie Andrews says it in um the Sound of Music. Uh huh. I've never seen the Sound of Music. I mean, well, that's how she says it. Doe, a deer, a female deer. She's British, so right. that's how she talks. Yeah. Did you like music art? I guess, yeah. Did you like music classes in the college? I mean, high school? Yeah, yeah my teacher, Miss Kim. Miss Kim. Kim Chi was your teacher. No, her name was Kim, but I don't remember her last name. But for some reason, I knew her first name. I remember she was uh, a beautiful. I remember being mesmerized by her voice, mesmerized by her voice. Mm. Um, and she she was an adult with braces. I remember that as well. She was uh, probably. I don't actually. You know, when you're in high school, you actually can't tell how old people are. Like you think these people were like fifty. Oh, yeah. and they were they were fully thirty three. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, for sure. Or like younger, like twenty five. But yeah. in your mind, as a kid, you're like, oh, this person is a teacher. They must be old. But I do remember her showing up at braces one day and being like, you got braces? You're too old. For, wow. I remember thinking to myself, you're too old for braces. Not uh, shaming the teacher for, for, for fixing her grill. And she taught me that the violin is supposed to mimic uh, the voice. That's what she How said. So? Anyway. She said the point of the violin is like in, in music to mimic the voice. That's, that's, that's kind of like how violin is written into music. That's what she said. I, don't, I trust her because she was my teacher and she had a degree in music. I mean, not the violence, not the violence specifically. I don't, I don't know. If, it's what she said, Bonnie. I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not trying to defend this lady's point. This is a lesson I got in 2002. Can I, can I move on to my next point, please? So, <laughs> so and, um, and she was the first person to ever. So my drama teacher was like, you need to take music classes. Miss Baker was like, you, Miss Baker really believed in me. I was like her star student. She was like, but if you're going to, by the time you go to college, you're going to need to learn how to sing. So you need to take mm-hmm. music classes. They used to dog they used to dog me in in musical rehearsals before i took this class like the like the way they used to fucking treat me so bad professor odom stephen odom if you're listening <laughs> dr stephen odom of wow. music full government I, I was playing um franklin Delano roosevelt and annie and there's a small little um Little uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt and 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 Annie. Yeah, he's a character in Annie. Yes, he is. And I and I was who, is, he, who is that? He's the president, Mona. Yeah, I'm saying, but like, what? Like, what is it? Like, in the in the musical Annie, there's a role for the president of a boy. Like, what does Annie have to do with the fucking president? Well, there's this issue, and it goes all the way up to the president. The president is in the play, Mona. I don't. Just, the president's in the play, and I was. It's him. like getting like what did, did he like pass or, orphanage reform? He basically like stopped Rooster and um, Lily St. Regis from being shady with Miss Hannigan. Like it was Daddy mm. Warbucks because Daddy Warbucks is friends with the president. God, because he's so rich. Got it. Yeah, and there's and and there and there's also America's in the recession during Annie because there's Hoover mm. bills, and um, Daddy Warbucks is like trying to help get out of this, and he goes to the president to like fix it or somehow. I can't I can't really remember. God. But Dr. Stephen Odom was like, I will never forget. We were, I was in this rehearsal in front of all these people, mm-hmm. and he was trying to get me to sing. And at one point, he just looks at me. He goes, "Just speak your part." 
<laughs> and then and then from that point on whenever I would be in a musical with him we would get these CDs with the mu- with all the music rehearsal, rehearsal music on it and he would write on the disc speak your part every <laughs> time I did a music with Dr. Stephen Odom I got a note that said just speak your part and then I'll never forget the last thing I'll say about Dr. Stephen well, Odom why even cast you because I'm a good actor Monet and I don't know. So and, and so so the the biggest thing was we did Lay Miz. I played I played the character Clockezu. Clockezu is one of the um the bad guys. <clears throat> no, Clockezu is one of the uh, revolutionaries, and he has a song uh, where he has a small solo in the song "Sleep with Me." It goes "Sleep with me, two days gone by. Could it be we fear?" To die, will the world remember you when you're gone? What? I think the song is called Drink With Me. And you're- <laughs> no, it is called Sleep Drink With, with me. me. No, it's called Drink With Me. No, not call- it's not called Sleep With Me. <laughs> Sleep With Me. I was like, well, I, I, I've never seen Les Mis. So I was like, maybe there's some like, some like rapey story in that one too. <laughs> well, there is actually, there is. But Oh, God. It's called, because there's, anyway, it's called Drink With Me. Sorry, thank you, Jacob. <laughs> Fuck my ass. Fuck this <laughs> tight hole. No, um, it was called Drink with Me, and mm-hmm. I will never forget being like him. Like I got cast in the role by the director, but he didn't like that mm-hmm. I was cast in this role, and he wanted someone else to play the role. So then he was like, "Can you even sing it?" And I was like, "Yeah, l- let me try." And then he was like, "Okay, one, two, three. And he starts playing the song, and I couldn't keep up. I feel like he was doing it faster than it was supposed to be. And he was like, you can't sing it. You literally can't sing it. So we're going to give the role to this guy instead. And he just uh. took he just took the role from me and cast me as one of Tenardier's henchmen. Damn. Well, you know, remember he was trying to save you from some embarrassment, but also just trying to sing a song for the first time someone plays it. Like you haven't had much any rehearsals and stuff. In front That's of shady. the entire cast, by the way. Oh, that is all, shady. That's all shady. All like 40 of us. In front of the entire cast, and um, I was so embarrassed. Honestly, it felt racist. It really felt racist. Did it? Yes, it really did feel racist. That's that's my. I'm not saying it was, but I'm just saying how it felt to me at the mm-hmm. time. Being one of a few black kids in this production of Les Mis and having them take my part, like ask me, can you even sing it? Clunking out the pieces before even counting me in, and then be like, you can't sing it. And then he snatched the role and gave it to a white kid. In Clayton County, of all places. <laughs> what about in high school? What are the first one of the first music music besides when they took us to um to see Rent in tenth grade? Um, was that my high school perform was Bat Boy? Have you seen the, the musical Bat Boy? Yeah, I know Bat Boy. Yeah, and I just remember the choreo: Love me, Bat Boy, kiss me, Bat Boy, waiting to die away. Bad boy, bad boy. It was great. <laughs> I would love to see you in a musical. I would love, love, love to see love you in it. a musical. I wish. I, I mean, it, it, honestly, if you had not been doing drop, drop, kick, death drop in the middle of the Ponda replay, I would have come to see it. Oh my god! I, well, in death drop, there, were only, there was when I did it. I don't know how because it changed a lot since I did it. There was one big cast number, and then Courtney and I had us had a duet at the end. Um, but yeah, I would love to do a musical. Um, I think it'll be, it'll be great. I'll have a lot. You know, I was, I was supposed to do then when they did. They brought um, Head Over Heels to L.A. to the Pasadena Playhouse, and I was yeah. supposed to do it. But I was filming um, stuff in November. 
I was, th- I was, I was going to play the Oracle, Peppermint's character. Oh, my God. Pepios. Pepios. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Ezra auditioned for that role, too, actually. But when I look back at it, Ezra is not right for that role. Ezra actually would have made more sense as the shepherd than as Pythia. Yeah. But I, w- I went to go see it. I went to go see it with me and Ezra went to go see it with Alaska and um, Leah Delaria. Um, and Alaska was stunning. Stunning. I know. Alaska's great. I, you know, I obviously I know Alaska for a long time, but I've worked with her a lot in like the past couple months. I might like really stand. Alaska is so great. Should Professional, I, on time. She's great. Talented. Should I post my. So Summer McCusker, who is one of my oldest friends, sent mm-hmm. me a video of me in Midsummer Night Dream when I was like 19 years old in college. What character were you? I was um, Bottom. You were you were Bottom. It's his his name is Nick Bottom, and he's one of the mechanicals. So there, so you know, Midsummer Night is, is the world's most produced play. It's like no play has ever been produced more time than Midsummer. So in the woods, there's this group of actors who all live there. They're they're they're. I mean, there's the show is a comedy, but they are the extreme comedy relief of a show that's already a comedy, like a romantic comedy. They're the extreme comedy. And um, Bottom gets turned into a donkey, um, but he doesn't know he's a donkey. Mm. And then he has this great death scene at the end. Part of me, I I, honestly, I'm going to check with Summer, and if we can get it all copacetic, I will post the entire production of me at Columbus State University. I was 19 years old. I had long dreadlocks. I was skinny as this fucking microphone stand (laughs) um, performing. Um, it was the first play to ever happen at the Riverside uh, Theater Center. It was the first show that we opened that theater. Interesting. I mean, I would love to see. I would love. I would love to see you. I mean, I didn't get to see you in um, Angels in America. Angels in America. Shangels. Um, in America. Shangels. I, I, I always want to say Shangela, like Shangels in America. I don't know. I'm just in my head. I was trying to make it work. I wish you'd yeah, come I see me. See I, I, I was holding resentment for you for a while because you didn't come see me, but I, I, learned, I learned to let it go. Bob, you know, I couldn't come to see you. I was like, it was like prime drag race time. I just got on drag race and I was doing all this stuff. You knew, I didn't know how to, I said how I to organize go. my schedule. I'm just saying Naomi came. I not know how to organize my because Naomi was on your season, y'all. I didn't know how to like say no to gigs and do stuff. Like I was like, I was still new. I didn't know my power yet. I, I have said I've let it go. But at the time, because at one point you were like, Bob, I was preparing for All Stars. And I was like, Naomi came while preparing for All Stars. Yeah, because Naomi was on the show already. Naomi had like a way different life than me. Listen, I have let it go. I'm not holding well, it against you. You don't want to just brought it up. I know, because I'm still, I'm, I am probably still, <laughs> I'm still slightly processing my feelings, but I realized that it wasn't intentional. I know that you would have seen me if you could have. Of you know, course. But you, but you were, you came to the theater one day. Yeah, because they had us, because Patty and I had a gig in SF. We had, I think we were, we were at Oasis. And I was like, oh my God, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in SF today. I was in like that whole Northeast circuit. And then, and then so of course, of course we came, but my show was that night as well. Like I had to like go, to, had to be at the place by like the time your show started, something like that. To be honest, I crushed it. I know you did. I believe you. You're, you're very talented. Um, but I, I definitely, I'm. Uh, maybe we can uh, pay Peaches Christ one day too to see if she, we can get um, a, per, a performance of uh, Bring It On Queen. Oh, Bring It On Queen, yeah, yeah that'd be great. Just for the Patreon, or do or do uh, maybe one, maybe it'd be a viewing party. Maybe we can convince her to do a viewing party. Yeah, I mean she she can come too, and if, she, if she's into it and, and talk about it, oh, uh, I would fun. love to. 
Yeah, your 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 little drag mom. Are you gonna wear your, your little snazzy jacket? Oh, maybe I will. Maybe I will actually. That'd be a cute little thing to wear for um for that event. I would love to do the one role I would love to do is the plant in Little Shop of Horrors. I want to see you as the plant. I am still advocating for you <laughs> in, in the movie. Uh, you gotta stop doing that though. Every time you try to talk about the plant, you do that noise, and that's that's not gonna get you cast, Wanna? You always go. <laughs> Wow, shade. I think that what's going to get you cast is your vocal, me. your vocal prowess, not your not this goofy laugh you're doing. Also, the laugh you're doing is based off of Levi Stubbs. You can't just recreate what Levi Stubbs. I did. know, of course, I know. I'm not going to do exactly what Levi Stubbs did. I'm trying did, to bitch. coach you because I want you to get this role. I saw Amber Riley do it at the Pasadena Playhouse. I I asked for your coaching, bitch. Speak your part. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> All right, we, we gotta Let's wrap it up. Part. I love you very much, Mo. Oh, so you and Jacob are wrapping it up now. I also, by the way, I want you to know that um, you're being subpoenaed to court. What? You're being subpoenaed, bitch. For what? You know what you did. You, you know what? Check, just go on. The, once you get in the Discord, you'll find out. How about that? Hula. <laughs> bitch, bye. <laughs> bye. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.